0: the triangle podcast couch guy sports episode number fifty two five two al zachary uh we have a special guest we're not on a video so i can tease her so i'll talk to you about i'll talk about her in a second um boys how are we uh, off the all-star break we're back together
1: good I mean, how are you guys
0: uh, doing
2: good red socks are in first place that's what we care about on this program because yeah. when they suck it's not
0: great and they're beating the yankees right now currently which is reporters. always good stupid yankees in the COVID. How are they still? How is that still a problem? <clears throat> because 85% of
2: the team isn't vaccinated and the stars aren't vaccinated.
0: Freaking idiots.
2: Yes.
0: Itunes, Spotify, follow us everywhere. Couchguysports.com, the YouTube, the Twitch channel, the blog, Alan Zach. Wright, I don't because I'm lazy and don't want to, but everyone else no, does.
2: Yes, and you suck. We're all great. You suck. I suck. Yes. I'm
0: also in charge, so I can do what I want. I'm second in command, so chill <laughs> out. <laughs> we have a special guest my good friend lauren campbell from nesson most recently stealing you know she was at my wedding no big deal it's my claim to fame is lauren campbell's at my wedding we actually watched red Sox together at my wedding with nick um that was probably the highlight of my wedding kidding kidding lauren i miss you how are you i miss
3: you how's
0: everybody (laughs) (laughs) wow we
3: did we did watch the red Sox at jared's wedding i can't confirm nick pulled out his phone and i was just like Uh oh you (laughs) mean
0: to be fair though to be fair though i barely saw my wife the night laura the night of my wedding because she was dancing i was being pulled a million different directions i'm telling you the night you get married lauren i know that's coming you will very rarely see your husband it won't happen
3: wow that's all right (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: oh wow. <Is laughs>
3: See, it, it, it doesn't this,
0: matter anymore.
2: Isn't this the same wedding that Quags pulled his hammy and he was like limping the whole time? Is that was that my wed- wedding?
3: Yeah, he had a softball tournament and he yeah. had a bad hamstring. Yes. I
0: yeah, forgot I was, that was all.
3: He came limping in and I was like, Oh, you're in rough shape. Yep. Jeez. Big brain oh, right there.
0: Man, Nicholas. So Lauren, you're you're at Nesson talking Red Sox. You're you're sitting here working as we speak, so appreciate you not bailing on us here. Of course. Um <laughs> uh, Red Sox so far halfway through, I'm going to start here. Soup softball question. Super easy. Do you wish they were better than where they are? Like, obviously the expectations were a lot worse than we thought they're coming in. I think I'm one of the few that probably said over 90 wins coming into the season, but, and that's weird coming from me, but do you feel like they left some stuff on the table in the first half that they need to figure out?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that they need some pitching help. I think they need to figure out first base, but they've they're pleasantly surprising a lot of people me included i mean i i I knew they'd be competitive i didn't think they would be last in the division or anything like a lot of people predicted them to be but they've been they've been fun they've been competitive and they're never out of games they could be down five nothing and you just don't feel like they're out of games
0: which is a big difference too like say 2013 2018 like even that 2018 team that they were so good but they won some games they probably shouldn't have that year um and, and that's how they, they they were so good like this team is not last year's team <laughs> last no. year's team they got down three nothing and you're like yeah well time to turn it off go watch the revolution which side that I do but like you know not this this year I can they can be down three nothing in the night that I won't turn it off um and that's the big difference one thing you, you said first base is kind of an issue which it is like Dalbeck's not perfect thoughts on Christian Arroyo now playing first base potentially because Jared Duran's up which we'll get to
3: I mean th- at this point we just have to wait and see I think that it's a good experiment I think that they don't want to take Christian Arroyo out of the lineup rightfully so he had a home run already right in Friday night's game so he's proving exactly why he deserves to be in this lineup it's just a matter of where are you are going to put him in the in the field because you have a really strong outfield that you don't want to mess with you have Jaron Duran that you don't want to if he's, if he's going to stay here you have to play him and the infield is just kind of all over the place his second base is kind of an issue first base and Short and third are really the only locks right now.
2: Fair enough. So so let's say this. So let's say Christian Arroyo isn't your long-term solution in first base. Are there any moves out there that kind of intrigue you? Like one move that I, intrigues me is Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs because the Cubs are doing their fire sale. CJ Crone from the Rockies is another name that's been thrown around. Any that kind of are like, oh, wow, that would really solidify first base, at least for the rest of 2021?
3: I mean, I think Anthony Rizzo, that's a very attractive name out there. And if the Cubs want to be sellers – the, it's worth making the call. I mean, I think it's worth seeing what the Cubs want, what the Red Sox can offer him for him. I think it'll be high. I mean, just for his name alone, I think they'll field probably higher than what he's worth, but it's certainly worth checking in on him because that would solidify that first base for at least the, this season and get you into the playoffs, get you further into the playoffs than you probably would without a, a solid first baseman.
1: So for me, um, I was really, i have been pleasantly surprised by the team all season long. Um, you guys know Jared now. I'm sure we talked about before that Jared was the only one that really had a team doing really good stuff this year. No I one still,
2: else. I still can't believe that yeah. again. That's shocker! The, that pessimistic son of a. You know what? I'm an
0: a-hole. Just say it. I'm a pessimistic a-hole with this. You're team. a pessimistic yes. a-hole.
2: Yes, yes, yep. you are.
1: But I don't. know. My only concern was. The series before um, we before the All break, it was the Angels, right? Or Philly. Philly, Philly, yeah, my bad, Philly, yeah, Philly.
0: yeah, Philly.
1: Like they just they look like they need a break. Um, they weren't. They had that one good game against Philadelphia, and then just won. didn't look like a really good team after that. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of agree with Lauren here. I feel like they could get like a first baseman or a relief pitcher because I know I'm sure we'll talk about Tanner Houck here coming up soon, but, um, yeah, I feel like first base and really pitcher will be, um, and nice or something to keep an eye on as we approach the trade deadline here.
0: And Lauren too, to kind of follow up on that, like with the, when it comes to like first base situation and, and kind of the moves, like Bloom's just throwing it on the table right now. Like he, he just he called up Duran, call up Tanner Houck. He's making moves. And now he's got the deadline in a couple weeks. Um, do you think that the solution is going to be more within clearly he thinks so, but also do you, do you think like, do you really think he's going to be as active as people might think at the deadline or is he trying to solve this with prospects?
3: I mean, I think when I think high and Bloom's doing exactly what high and bloom was brought here to do. He brought in the prospects. He's building up the farm system to be successful in the future and to rebuild this farm system that Dave Dabrowski sold, which that's fine. That's exactly what Dave Dabrowski was here to do. And I think I, I think they're calling up Haug and Duran now to go into the second half of the season to see, give them a quick, very quick, you know, rental, ren- renter's fee and see what's, what's going on. And even though it'll be a small sample size, if they like what they see from Haug in particular, they're going to try to solve this internally. But there are moves to be made. I don't think they're going to make some giant splash by any means. There's no need to make a giant move right now to bring in some big, big name. There's no reason to do that when everything's working for the most part for the Red Sox right now. If they can fix it internally, that's that's obviously better. You don't have to give up anyone. You don't have to ship away prospects um, in a, or a position player or anything like that. But I do think there will be some sort of minor move made at the end of the day. I don't think this is all, in, uh, all that can be fixed internally.
2: Well, one internal option, really quick, Zach, just really quick. One internal option, Chris Sale. So it came out, Chris Sale, going to make his – Uh, Next start, AA Portland, I believe, is on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Lauren, the question I kind of have for you is this. Is Chris Sale – is there going to be any hesitation to put Chris Sale back in that rotation right away, like maybe think about bullpen to kind of get him back into the swing of things? Or do you think it's going to be once he's full tilt ready to go, it's just going to be boom, ace of the staff, once again, no questions asked?
3: No, he's going right to the rotation. Alex Cora has been very adamant about that. He's said that there's very – you know, there's – there's no reason to put him in the bullpen. They've tried. They tried it with Evaldi, and it messed him up even more. They've done it with Daniel Bard. It didn't work out for him. So that was a bad one. That was
2: a bad. That was a bad one.
3: And Cora has said that that it it did not do Native Aldi any favors. So they're not going to do that with Sale. They're going to put him right into the rotation. And That's part of the reason why he's going to throw five innings in um in his his rehab assignment he threw three that's great but they're going to stretch him out to five and it's not just going to be one five inning start if for if somehow he goes five innings tuesday they're going to do that again they're going to do that again they're going to make sure his arm holds up through at least five innings because these starters can barely get through the fifth inning right now as we're in the fifth inning as we speak and (laughs) erod is doing all right but it's that's been a big problem this year
2: i just knocked on wood just to make sure that that actually continues to
3: happen
0: (laughs) the thing too the thing too like is the pitchers don't go past five innings now. You got if you get Chris Hell to come back and give you a six, that's a win.
3: The only <laughs> and, and person that, going deep is Avaldi right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is shocking because he's the one that has bone fragments in his elbow every other season.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah. I, I love the gotta love the bullpen era. That's what. So it is. obviously, did your did Brian Johnson ever go bullpen starter? Did he do that? Barb, yeah. Remind. Yeah. yeah. He did. Okay. So there's a, yeah. I
2: think, yeah, I think so there's I think another Zach, example.
0: I think Zach had a point
2: too that he wanted to bring up real quick. Zach, did you have something?
1: Yeah, I just want to add to what Lauren said about not making a big splash. And I'm glad you brought up Valdi because he reminds me of what they did in 2018. I mean, I know he's a good pitcher, but he wasn't like a top-notch, like a team must have this guy. And funny enough, he, in what was a losing effort in 2018, a World Series, he was like a hero. By the Red Sox for what he did. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, the guy who also came on the Red Sox was Ian Kinsler, who screwed up that game. So it's just a little funny, a little mixture there. But
0: oh, Ian Kinsler.
1: Yeah, but um, Ooh. but like Lauren said, like you never know. Like if you get like a average guy, he might be a diamond in the rough for you going forward here. So that's a good point right there as well.
0: So Lauren, there's one guy. Uh, I'm so torn on him, Michael Chavis. And he, he deadlines coming up. He's been up and down. He's been their kind of go-to guy for like emergencies this year. He's played well for the most part when he came up and like had a really good spring. Honestly, he could have done, he couldn't have done anything better to make this team. They just really valued Bobby Dahlbeck and clearly they still do. He's still playing consistently. Is Michael Chavis in this organization past the trade deadline or is he is he a player that's included in an Anthony Rizzo deal or, or Craig Kimberly, And that name's been floated out um, to come back like that kind of deal for the rental. Does, does Michael Chavis go in that kind of deal?
3: I'll be very surprised if he's on the Red Sox after the trade deadline. And that's nothing like that's not a shot at him or anything. That's just, you know, he's an expendable player and he's been up and down. He hasn't been able to get consistent reps in Worcester and in Boston. Like he's just up and down. I can't do any, anything good for his confidence. Cause he can't seem to find his swing. I've been to a couple games in Worcester. He looks terrible. He's swinging at everything. doesn't matter if it's three feet off the plate, three feet to the right of him. He's swinging at it. And it's, it just looks really, really bad. And he needs to find that swing against like, Red Sox fans know that he can be valuable. He just doesn't have it right now, but he has to, he'll have to be included in some package. If you're going to bring Rizzo over to the Red Sox, that's obviously not just going to be Shavis for Rizzo. That'd just be ridiculous, but he is. Somebody... <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd
0: be a great deal. Let's do that. <laughs> no, just do it, it tomorrow. No. Heim figure it out.
3: But Fair. you know, he's, uh, he's, um he's expendable at the end of the day. And, but he's also a player that, ads can add a lot because he's versatile so he is very attractive to teams who maybe want to build for their future
2: he just has to lay off that high fastball that's his weakness he just can't lay off a high fastball Seriously. at his face he really can't that's his that's his whole mo that's how major league pitchers get
0: him out high fastball at his face, he, two strikes. He's, he's the so, ice force yeah. he lives up to it he wants to put it on lands down street that's his problem yeah you can't Section put it on lands down so li- <laughs> you can't put it on lands down if you're
2: not making contact with it there jared you know how baseball this works. is.
0: i trust me i know um, um Lauren, how's the new park, by the way, in Worcester? I'm, I've yet to been, I'm, you know, I'm in New Hampshire. I'm not getting down there anytime soon. Is it good? Do you like it? Is it, wor- yeah. is, is, are you happy? Are you bummed that it's not in the Pawtucket Red Sox though, anymore?
3: Like- no, because I had no, like, you know, I had no connection to Pawtucket. I never went to McCoy stadium. Um, I mean, it sucks for obviously Pawtucket because that was probably one of the only attractive things about that specific city. Very true. City, but very
0: true. Yep. The
3: park itself is beautiful, which it should be because it's brand new. Um, very kid-friendly, very accessible. Um, nice. and just, it's fun. It's like walk around the whole thing. It's, it's pretty awesome.
0: Okay. I have to ask you this, cause this is something that came up when the Red Sox drafted Meyer fourth overall, no one expected it. Everyone wanted lighter. I wanted lighter. We talked about this last week too, but now that Meyer is in the organization, I'm one that I'll, I'm one of these people that believes that, you know, Xander Bogart's days could be limited in a Red Sox uniform because of it. Um, on the flip side, we could talk about how he could switch positions they could grew meyer somewhere else but i don't think they draft meyer to make him a second baseman. like i think you draft meyer for the fact that he's a shortstop can you see lauren xander bogart's making a position switch to stay on this team aka alex rodriguez type move um or 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 are xander bogart's days i won't say numbered because meyer's not coming up in the next couple years but is Xander Bogarts you know, playing out three more years in a Red Sox uniform and we're, we're all saying goodbye and crying our pretty little eyes out?
3: I think Xander Bogarts is a lifer. I think that you know, he's saying everything that he has to say right now because he does have an opt-out coming up. We all know who his agent is. Um, yeah. And we know that his deal right now is incredibly team-friendly. He, he's criminally <laughs> underpaid, and that, that's what he decided to take when he signed the extension. and that's great. He'll, he deserves more. opt-out. Red Sox give him more. I don't put any stock into the fact that the Red Sox drafted a shortstop. When In MLB drafts, you don't draft for for needs. You don't draft for, for a position. You take the best player available. That's what the Red Sox did. They actually, they had a pretty solid draft the first three picks. And, of course, Meyer's going to be the only one talked about because Red Sox haven't drafted that high since the 60s. And, uh, you know, shortstop, everyone starts to panic. But, no, I, I don't see any reason that for – for Bogart's fans or anyone to be worried about his time and time here. I think the shortstop position is his to lose his to walk away from. And at the end of the day, say Bogart's does opt out. Then you do have an incredibly talented prospect developing and hopefully be ready in three years.
2: Well, plus two, you could have a win-win situation here because going back to the draft, the pirates screwed everything up per usual. Cause of the Pittsburgh pirates taking Henry Davis, which, you know, they did that the for
0: stupid. Yes,
2: they are. Slot value, everything else fine jack lighter second to the rangers whatever it was our dream it got crushed just like everything else in boston lately with sports and everything yeah great the why tigers weren't that up why are you because, bringing that up because we got to be realistic here that's why so you, red ding, Sox
0: podcast why are we talking about tom brady and his mcl
2: Not, we're not no see you took that to a whole nother level that the tigers were not going to touch we're not going to touch Meyer because they were going for a pitcher so you know what if Meyer's there and then all of a sudden, if Bogart stays and you have to move him to third, then you can have the prospect up and then you can have Bo- Bogarts as your third baseman. That's something that oh, Bogart's is willing
0: about. to move. We've talked about this. If Bogarts is willing to move. Then to that would be base. even better. That's even then, better then, for the and, long-term and, future. Lauren, I brought this up last week. Yeah. Then it goes, it literally goes, Bogarts, Meyer, Downs, Dahlbeck, De- is like if Devers isn't your DA. Like you have a core there if, if he's willing to move over. <laughs> downs
3: yeah, the get thing traded. Thing is, like, big if is that if Bogarts wants to move, and then you have to think: Is Devers primed to be the DH at some point? I mean, JD, we uh, he's not going to be here forever. I mean, he's also in his. You know, is it three more uh, years?
0: You, you probably don't two. Know, I think. Two. I think it's two. two. Is it two? He's, yeah. Is it two?
3: And he's got you know he's quote unquote older. You no, know, he's getting older now in, in baseball terms. And you know he's he's not going to be the DH forever. Well, maybe he will for for the Red Sox. But you know, if Devers Devers' defense has improved, there's no denying that he's having. a, a, a pretty okay good year at third but he still makes these really stupid errors and you don't but you don't want that bat on the lineup so is he going to move to dh and then the third base spots open and there are a lot of questions going forward but i don't think it's as deep as i'm trying to like dig myself into
0: oh man i just devers as your dh just sounds so beautiful
3: it does like you really have
0: you really have a long-term replacement like jd i want jd here as long as he wants to be here as long as he's hitting ball like don't care and he's not going to play in the field anywhere else like i think the red sox are probably the only team willing to give jdl field time <laughs> if anyone else signs I'm like nope you're gonna hit or you're not playing like yeah. that's straight up it and he's hitting really well like look what he's done this year Cora's back he gets a little bit of video back and it's amazing um one more thing for me actually kind of two but alex cora just talk about the impact because I- i've been preaching this since day one you obviously have been covering this team long enough to know the on uh, before alex cora got suspended during the suspension and now post suspension can you you see the difference
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I said, too, from the beginning, the the second that Ron Reneke and that whole thing was announced that he wasn't coming back and it was the worst kept secret that it was going to be Cora, I was like, people are underestimating just how valuable Cora is to this team and how valuable he will be. It goes so far beyond just being a manager. And he connects to these players in ways that other managers don't. And it goes... far beyond the field. Like he can, he's able to communicate with Devers and I know Devers can speak a little bit of English, but when you can speak to somebody in their native language and connect with them that way, and it's so much different than trying to speak through an interpreter or speak in broken in broken English and, you know, broken Spanish. So it's just that. And his, he's a player's manager. He knows, he knows what to say. He knows what to do. He's not too far removed from the game and he just still makes some questionable in-game decisions. But at the end of the day, that's the guy you want on your bench.
0: yeah the red sox gonna win the division lord yes or no 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 okay good you and i you and i are on the same page i think they're gonna get in the playoffs oh yeah Um, they're they're
3: definitely a playoff team but they're not gonna be they're not gonna win the al east at the uh at the end of the day i think it's gonna come down to like the last game i think it's being incredibly competitive but i think the right the rays are gonna get it at the end of the day
2: so you have tampa by like one game to win the division yeah that is so heartbreaking to hear Yeah. yeah That mm. uh, is incredibly heartbreaking. The Rays have no lineup. I, I never understand it. Their
3: lineup is not good. It's not good. It's
0: they, 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 they win games and if Glass is how long is I'm Glass not, now out? Is he done? It's not he, for the year.
3: He could. He wants to come back for the playoffs. So okay.
0: So get get, get the Rays to the playoffs Hopefully. and you're, sc- you're all screwed. Right. Um, Lauren, it was a pleasure as always. We appreciate it. You're working hard. Uh, you're now the co-host of the Locked On Red Sox podcast as well. So you're just adding things to your resume. Um. Lauren, you're welcome anytime. We appreciate it. As always, check out Nesson. Of course, is where Lauren writes the majority of her work. Locked on podcast. Locked on is every day, right? You guys are dropping something every day.
3: Yeah, Monday through Friday.
0: Wow. Good for you. Good for you. you. Way too busy for me. Way too
2: busy. You're you're lucky you come (laughs) on this podcast once a week. Kidding me you i, can am, I told days. you
0: I, I, I couldn't handle what she's doing Are you kidding me no god no no shot I, no shot but i'll, no. Throw, the, I'll <laughs> throw the kid out there i'll throw the kid out that there. no Just that me. that no that's that's Vowed long excuse. overdue that's a no, terrible it's not. i'm forever Yeah, i can throw that excuse as long as i want that's true thanks Own she, that. Goes, thanks. Off co- that she goes off to she goes off to college. <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i got a kid sorry i got yeah. a kid yeah. in college that's
2: not living with me thanks lord yeah. we appreciate I it
0: lord we'll talk soon appreciate it and uh uh talk to you on one
3: hell yeah love you guys